Hi everyone. Uh, today's podcast, I'm having a chat with my brother David, and we'll be doing podcasts together, ideally, going forward. That's Raven in the background, on her back, wanting attention, um, which I can't help but give her. So I hope you enjoy today's discussion, though. Um, while I get to play with Raven, we're talking about purpose and how it's impacted our lives and the decisions we've made, and uh, and how going forward um, it will shape our decisions and the values we choose. So I hope you did enjoy today's discussion and have a great one. Oh, that's helpful. No so not very useful. So thank you. That's okay. Um, yeah. Well, my pleasure. Happy to get it going, and I think it'd be cool to chat. Put my legs up. And um, yeah. I'm glad you made it the all the topics as well. Yeah, I how, how long did that take you? Twenty minutes. Sat down, thought a few things, and wrote it down. And um, yeah, left some space for anything you want to put in. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just kind of went with it. Yeah, cool. I don't know. I'm just used to doing stuff after work like that. Like I just kind of finish work, and then I just okay. If it's not if, if it hasn't been the book, then it was that. Just to sort of start planning that out. And like, and but the problem is, it's probably like one night a week where I'm probably like reasonably productive one or two nights a week where I like okay I write a list I've always got my to-do list and I'll sort of sit through and okay like podcast plan all right I'll do the podcast plan now and I'll like just hammer a few things out and try to get it going so um so yeah I don't know just thought a few things and books and just easy I didn't wasn't too hard to be honest you've got a good process I mean straight after work jumping into and you say you only do it twice a week well, like, what do you mean? I, I think some nights, so like I try to have probably three or four nights a week where either after work or after on a weekend, like I'll have time to myself. So either it's three or four nights with Naomi and friends or three or four nights with myself, essentially. Okay. So one night's NFL, that's, that's a mulligan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the other two or three, it's, it's whatever's sort of catching my attention which has been the book for a long time yeah um but then like of course some of those two or three it's summertime it's just like 8 30 by the time i get to sit down and it's kind of like oh fuck it like yeah just watch 30 minutes of youtube yeah go and crawl into bed and pass out. such is the way isn't it like yeah. i find a real conflict like i really find a big confliction with the way i'm trying to do things and the way like i don't know why because i try to detach from this concept but like what other people are doing. Like it interests me because I'm like, you know, they're, I'm doing three out of seven days of productivity and even then it's a 50-50 sometimes. Yeah. And I go like, is that enough? Like, am I doing enough like to get to where I want? Like I always think to myself, there is a code, there is a formula that people work at. You mentioned in your book, the 10,000 hour thing, which I think everybody knows a lot about. Yeah, yeah. There is a formula of dedication that creates some sort of thing. And I always come back to the idea of like, was it, enough am i doing okay and like i had to i did work with a hypnotherapist and therapist talking about which yeah. is just meditation yeah, yeah, yeah you're not like i was really hoping Whoa. for a fucking clock <laughs> i was really hoping for a clock on a string but she's like no no it's just like, <laughs> like well, well, can I get my money back? yeah <laughs> can you at least pretend like humor me <laughs> but i worked through it with her and i was just writing down every day for a year at least i had this like um affirmation i'd write down around yeah. saying i am I am enough, I am a great, and I am accomplished yeah, yeah, as I yeah. move towards calm, right? Yeah. So, like, 
do you find that when you're creating these ambitious kind of goals that you're okay with letting yourself down? And if you like, and how do you find that you manage those disappointments or learning whatever the right fucking lingo is? I think I am more okay with it now than I used to be. Um, like I, you know, I've set sort of five goals a year for a long time, probably like 10 years or so. And I think on average I hit like two a year. Um, and this year I'm going to pull up short on a couple, but, and I, I think I would often get really critical of myself because feeling like I could do more, like I could have done more. And I think these days I don't feel like that because I do feel like I'm, I, I squeeze a lot out of my time. And I think knowing that makes it easy when I come up short. Like I know, like I don't, like I don't have a lot in my life that I stuff around with. Like NFL is probably the main thing. Like I give myself once a week and then the rest of my week is pretty like, like pretty regimented. And if I fall short, I don't think it's cause I, you know, quit or I got distracted or it's cause something like, it's just cause things didn't go my way and that's okay. Like as long as I sort of just tried to build it and I tried to like most every day put something in place to work towards that, then I'm, I'm, I'm more comfortable with the outcome not getting to where I want. So like I'm one of my goals this year was to squat again, was to like, um, I hit like a PB squat session last year. I squatted uh, 125 kilos for eight reps. And I wanted to do that again. My knees fucked this year. I thought, all right, I'm gonna do physio. I'm gonna rehab it. I want to get back. And I'm like, I can barely, <laughs> I can't barely get below parallel without my knee hurting. And it's the end of October, so I'm like, I'm gonna fall short. But that being said, like I've done physio and I've been pretty, like I've done as regimented as I could. And I'm riding my bike more than I can. Mm-hmm. So it's like that being the outcome. Like, you know, that squat, squats with a goal, but like, it's, it's more about, okay, I'm happy along, along the other things I've achieved along the way as well. And I think it's, it's that as well. It's like, I'm think I'm happy with the habits that I've built and then trying to push towards the goal. Like, mm. I don't care so much about not hitting the goal. I care about the things that I've put in place to get there. And as long as I've put some shit in place to get there, then I think I'm more comfortable with it. As long as you put some things in place to get there and i think like is that what you're saying it's a lot of it's like it's not getting to the goal but it's the it's the way about which i've gone to try to get there like have i done the work and have i picked up have i have i have i changed the per like the mm. person but have i put uh, you know something else in my day that's different that i enjoy because of that goal like and we always talk about exercise and prioritizing exercise and that sort of stuff and and I think that's it's more the goal is more a reflection around that value than you know mm. you know in, in in wanting to be cap- like well it was sort of more around being healthy with my knee again as well but I think being able to hold on to exercise like you know exercises and, and you know lifting weights as part of my day to day I think it's more about driving that value in my day rather than goal itself as long as I drive that value on a day to day basis. I yeah. think then it's then that kind of the goal becomes irrelevant. I definitely think 
I definitely agree. I think it's the healthy way to go about it for sure. Uh, you know, making sure that the values are aligned. If you're doing the things, if you're living right day to day according to your own values, then whatever the outcome is is going to be great. Yeah. You know? I do find a bit of you know, like par- like I get a bit conflicted with the idea of the Richard P. Feynman quote of "You must not fool yourself," and you're the easiest person to fool. And so if I put a goal down and I don't hit it, I go, "Well, I didn't hit it. I didn't get it. I didn't do it. I failed this goal." I got a lot of other things out of it, but I have to be honest with myself and say I failed. Or, you know, maybe a different language rather than failed, so it's more positive. But I do often find this conflict. It's like, you know when someone tells me, oh, you're a smart guy, things like that. I'm like, what does that even mean? (laughs) How do I prove that I'm a smart guy? Like, for some of my decisions? Like, eh. Um, How do you you juggle it then when you come up short? I think I'm learning about it. Like... I have a, a constant conflict of that thought. It's like, I believe that there is a process, like I said earlier, that will create success. That will, like, you know, excellence is a habit, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I believe that I know I can foster this. But even if I am regimented and have good days, I have a lot of free time on the other end of the scale. Yeah, yeah. I have a it's, lot of free it's time. It's hard to be productive, right? It's hard to be productive. It's hard not just to be productive, but to be okay with the stuff I've done. Yeah. Like, Okay, I've done, you know, 10 hours of work, but I've had to divvy it up with three hours of each thing because I can't just, you know, do uni for 10 hours straight. Like when you're in the office, you're doing a bunch of different things. You're not just doing emails. (laughs) So I find it really hard, like particularly early days with music. I'd be like, fuck, why aren't I? It'd be so overbearing Mm. that what I end up getting is I see this monumentous task of playing eight hours a day Mm. and go, oh, I can't do it. So I don't play at all. So my reaction, my growth process to it has been like um, ability to try to do it and cram in all my time through my early 20s, having all the flexibility in the world in my late 20s and being confused as with it, just being overwhelmed with opportunity and yeah, overwhelmed yeah, with yeah. choice. Because you, know, you just start out on the other end, you got you know, married young, you know, wife, house, responsibilities, and you're sort of trying to find your productivity and you're trying to you know, find your spaces of productivity in that routine and now you on the other end you're right you just like so much you're on the antithesis like mm. no like just remember time to like yeah. violin by yourself in the middle of the fucking lockdown yeah <laughs> yeah like, that's right holy shit like that's a bit of a it is it's just certainly a it's been a lot of learning stuff because i feel that you adapt like i want to be able to deliver on these tasks and like the exercise on music for us when we're younger and my my way that would work for me is i'd leverage another task I'm seeing my um, seeing my girlfriend at seven o'clock. I get back from work at four thirty. I have two and a half hours, thirty minutes to get ready, hour drums to warm up for my hour training, and then I go to the girlfriend's house. Yeah. So it's like that would get me, and I would be at work and I'd be planning out my routine yeah, and yeah. organize these other things amongst the thing. But when I have all the liberties in the world, and it's all combined into one big liberal living lifestyle, there's none of this sanctuary. Like as you might have found through lockdown. And I think the reason we talk about a lot of this, I think, comes back to the, the topic we wanted to discuss, which is that it was purpose, right? Yeah. And I think that's trying to find that in our tasks and what we're doing is a really difficult, really difficult thing to do, to define us in what yeah, we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Because we end up, or at least to me, I always fall short. I, there's always more I can deliver. I know. I'm not hard on myself necessarily. I'm not saying what I've done is bad or I could like... I'm not good enough. Mm. It's like, realistically, I could always, there's more I could do. But do you want to do more though? 
I know you can, you know what I mean? You can squeeze more out of your day, but do you actually want... I don't know, eh? Do you want to do that? I think, you know, we, you just mentioned 10,000 hours before, and you think about how long that takes to accumulate that, and people have the ability to spend five, six, seven, eight hours a day, day in, day out, playing music. And, like, there are just people that can do that. And, like, wh- what is that, Yeah, you know? It's because it's funny, like, yeah, you, you know, you, you're probably in your early 20s hankering for some, like, these opportunities to have all your time to spend drums, and, and, and now that you have all this fucking time to, like, you know, pursue pursue your passion in inverted commas, right? Like, why is it a, more of a battle than maybe you... Did you think it'd be this much of a battle to, like... No. To, to get, you know, to... No, I didn't. But I knew I knew when it was confr- in, in, like put in front of me, the tasks, I realized really quickly that it wasn't something I was going to be able to do because I looked at it really methodically when it's an artistic thing. Like it should be something that draws you in yeah. that isn't, men- like, methodical, where it's, like, learn this, practice this, do this. Like, these things should draw you in. You shouldn't feel the urge to make it, like, especially these creative pieces... You don't reckon that like musicians wouldn't think of it as a job at some stage? I do, I do. You've got to pull them in from a, like a, like an obligation standpoint, like a oh, fuck. I've got to I think eventually again, right? Eventually, you know, from when I've done all the recordings and whatever else, it does feel taxing. Yeah. But you don't want to be practicing on your own and feeling drained and feeling shit. You don't want then feeling like there's a lot to do. Like well, I don't think so. Like I feel like Is it- I think that there are people that have that and that are very lucky and they're very rare. I think there's probably some something very special with their brain chemistry to do that right like i've noticed and ralph Waldo um ralph yeah well emerson quote in your book and i love ralph emerson because one of the big quotes is he's like great is the man that's gonna farm it and be a politician and a blacksmith and whatever else a variety of things i think these people that are this they they have some sort of like asperger's kind of trigger because it is really fucking hard to do it. And even the best musicians, the guys that are so deep in it, unfortunately, they're killing themselves so often because of this degree of insanity that is produced around yeah, yeah, yeah. the intensity. And like life is meant to be a balance for us. We're not meant to have one driven thing. Like before the societal standards that we have existed, we were never trying to think of the thing that we're good at. It's like to live is what we've got to do. To, our purpose was to be alive. And the sooner we, we grab that, the sooner the actual things that will define our, our living become prevalent. The sooner we understand like thyself and what we're doing, like who we are, we understand what we are and what we want, then we can actually find out those purpose things. Maybe. Because I'm trying this for like four or five years. And only now I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I'll do this like yoga teaching thing instead of being a corporate dude. How fucking appropriate with the language that I'm using. How appropriate with the, the exposure to the information I've had over the yeah. last couple of years. Like, how influenced has that been by, am I listening to myself? Or am I then latching on to some sort of religious concept? Because it was so easy for me to do when I was younger. Because I go, I listen to a preacher and I'll listen to the words of a, of a wise man. Because that's my, my safe place from a childhood. Oh, okay. Maybe there are all these influence that comes into this knowing thyself and whatever it is. And, oh, no, now I'm even more confused. Where the fuck's my purpose in all of this? Where, how do I define this? How do I be sure? And even once I'm there, how can I say that it's there? How do I know it's there? A happy person is happy. 
They don't even recognize it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and someone that's living their purpose is going, what are you doing when you're looking for your purpose? Like, I am a product manager. What are you talking about purpose? You know, like, that's what I do. Purpose. My friend, she's freaking out. And she's been on workers' comp for two years now. Freaking out. Like, suicidal to the point. And, and has gone through an attempt lately. And I was talking to her today, and she's going to me, and she's like, I identified myself as being some a friggy. She, I think she called it someone that worked on air cons. Okay. Or fridges. No, no, big fridges. That's friggy. Duh. But uh, <laughs> could have me air cons. Yeah. <laughs> Cold. But she's telling me, and you know what? Like, what a simple beginnings. What a humbleness to yeah, to yeah, that yeah, thing. Yeah. It's not like a 10, 20 year medical degree thing. Yeah. She spent three or four years in very noble career, and it's devastated her that she can't do that anymore. She's being supported financially, all these things. She's held on to that defining ego purpose that has been created for her at her detriment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To that's the po- hard, right? Yeah. That's, that's a tough one. I think that's... Yeah, there's a, there's a lot there. I, I wonder, though, like, you said, you said that... And I think we'll come back to your friend, but... In, in a long way around, I think... I wonder the point you said where it's a recent thing to be driven by some purpose. I think it is, but also I think you, you have these people clearly, historically, who were clearly obsessed, right? And we have this, you know, you talk of, you know, people having some level of Asperger's ability to focus on something for eight, 10 hours a day and just do that, be the 10,000 hour person. Like you think about, like, I think obsession to a, to a purpose or to an outcome isn't a, isn't a new thing. People have been, Mm. obsessed with things that have driven them in certain ways you know forever that's i think that's a human condition but i uh, you know i don't think it's but i wonder what makes that in someone but and to your point as well like that doesn't mean i think uh, you know it doesn't mean you're going to be happy because you're obsessed with something right mm. uh you, you know What's your objective in life? You know, maybe it comes back down to that. And that's it. Like, is it happiness? Like, and I think, you know, or, or is it, is it the privilege to be obsessed with something? Yeah, which I would trade for the world. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I love that Man's Search for Meaning, which is a wonderful book on a lot about this. But absolutely, I trade all this for the world. My no kids and no wife thing at the moment is because I'm not, I believe, like, because I'm aware of it, and I've not always been aware of it, but I go, that is a real shortcut to purpose for me. And I, I, I don't want to do that. I want to find my purpose and not lean on them for it. Because not that everyone does that by getting relationships and having kids. Yeah. I feel like part and parcel, I go, well, I see myself leaning on that. And I go, oh, I really don't want to do that. And that, at what detriment sometimes? At what detriment? I'm holding myself back from love and I'm holding myself back from my family. Because I see that those people are sacrificing a shit ton when they're obsessed. But I then see the people that I really admire that have done the 10,000 hours that look like they have a purpose. They're 50. They're 45. Mm, mm, mm. They have done this not by the time they're 25. They've done this by the time they're halfway through life. Yeah, These yeah. are the heroes. Yeah, These yeah, are guys yeah. that put in two hours and girls that, that have been put out two hours a day yeah, yeah, for, for 30, time. 40 years and yeah. it's got to 10 hours and they uh, come up with some class and they're, they're sane and not killing themselves at 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like... So I think that that... Not burning out, not right? Bur- I think when one of the word passion, the word purpose kicks in, it sounds something like you're going to burn out. Like The first thing I think of passion is a fire, right? And yeah, you yeah. always think that that thing's going to get extinguished. It's not a forever. So yeah, I think that, that this purpose, this passion kind of stuff, 
what's the underlying meaning of it for me? I want to feel purposeful and passionate so that I can feel happy and you know enjoy my life. And I am, I'm envious of those people that have been able to play music for 10 hours a day because it sounds like they have a reason to be here. Like that seems like they know what they're doing, they've got direction. So maybe it's not the thing, the purpose. Maybe it's that I should feel like I could have some direction, feel comfortable. Family would do that, mm. you know, like, or I just accept, I try to learn to accept where I'm, where I'm at mm. and give up the idea that I'm not enough, give up the idea. And because I'm not enough, therefore I don't, I need a purpose to be enough. And they kind of go hand in hand for me, which is why I started the conversation with the, the, uh, what a fucking thing I called it. Saying I had to get the, the therapist made me write down every day. Affirmation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I started that because, like, to be enough, to have a purpose to me... Is to be enough. Is to say that I'm not enough yet if I'm looking for a purpose. Oh, okay. And that makes me feel a bit... A part, it's, uh, maybe it just be the language or some of the, like, minutiae of, of it all, but... I think, though, I, I, you said something. You said that the people who can play 10 hours a day, that having that... I don't think that makes that song does not imply happiness, and I think you have we have to sep. I think you have to separate out again purpose from happiness. It's totally fine to pursue contentment and happiness as a, an outcome, but purpose is is I think sacrificial. You know, and, and you think of these oh okay these these musicians right who sacrifice a lot to be musicians, you know, be, you know, like, I, I think Dave Grohl is like, or like you know, some of the Fooies, like aren't they one of the few big musicians I know that have like functioning families, yeah, right? Yeah, they like, seem cool. Like, yeah. you know, like, oh, you actually ticked all the fucking boxes. Yeah, yeah. You. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes me feel good about things. But, you know, like you think of like all these people whose lives, like Kirk Cobain, and like, you got Michael Jackson and Freddie Mercury back there. Like, yeah, they, yeah. That shit didn't work out no, well, right? Well. Like, no, yeah. I mean, I even think of like, like my favorite musician, Miles Kennedy, like, He's completely sane and he's successful and he's done it for 20, but he's 50 and he's married and it's just him and his wife and his music. And okay, he's that's, but he's given up something, he's given up mm, his sacrifice. and sacrificed in, in pursuit of that purpose. And I think, you know, it's maybe the envy of people in that position is that it, it maybe it almost seems easier to sacrifice because you have something that you're working towards, right? Mm. Whereas maybe you're trying to make a sacrifice now in pursuit of a, in pursuit of a purpose or some level of fulfillment. I don't know how you want to define it. That that you that you you don't have you can't make that sacrifice yet. Does that make sense? No, not really. The last pit lost me a little bit. What do you mean? So, like, you got to wait. So, so like, the opportunity like to it's have the that, sacrifice. That, it's like, it's having having that, having the, the thing with which you want to pursue for 10,000 hours makes it easy to sacrifice other shit around you. Yeah. When you don't have that thing, like, when you're looking for that, and, like, you, I feel like you're looking for that equivalent, maybe, right? Because that's, that's just called the 10,000 hours. The purpose in finding the thing yeah. that you want to put 10,000 hours into. Yeah, yeah. And there's... There's pain, but there's happiness. There's a whole bunch of emotions that come out of the 10,000 hour journey, right? But you, if you see the, let's call it drums, you go, fuck, drums is my 10,000 hour journey. And then when you're in, 
your own apartment by yourself in the middle of lockdown, it doesn't you don't give a fuck because the ten thousand hour journey, you're on it, and that you see the purpose mm. here, and you see where you want to be. Mm. The drama, the whole Arnie like, thing, that's like that. I like see where I'm going to end up. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But but when you're but when you don't have that thing, and then when you're in these situations where you feel like, oh, I've got all this time to find to do the fucking ten thousand hour thing, mm. like. It's oh shit! What do I do now? <laughs> like I'm, you sort of stuck in this place. Where it's like okay, well I I don't have that thing to pursue ten thousand hours, and so now you know it's, you're making it hard on yourself. And I'm not pushing this on you, man. I'm no, 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 I don't, I don't take it personally. <laughs> like, like it, it, and I can imagine how much more difficult it is sacrificing the opportunities, like you're saying, for love and and, and fulfillment. Without the ten thousand hours, that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Without the thing with which you, how easy it is to do that. I guess so. How, how difficult it is to not to make a decision to defer. Let's call it easy purpose in the pursuit of a, like a more fulfilling purpose, without having that in your mind specifically at this time yeah <laughs> i got there the very good sense <laughs> um yeah yeah it is i guess it is i guess it is hard it's weird i'm talking to a girl at the moment about things and the future ideas and plans and i'm like i don't really know what to tell you like i like hanging out and doing all these things but this is what i want i want to find my passion externally and and then be privileged to have you along for the ride. Like, I don't want to find somebody and rest in you, in that joy that you bring, the love that is addictive, the, the feelings of pleasure that we, we can give each other from time together. But maybe that's, maybe they're not mutually exclusive. No, they're not, they're not, yeah. they're not. But what you find is like, when you're full, you ain't looking for food. Like, I ain't, if I, if I feel satisfied and purposeful, dad is watching TV till 10 o'clock yeah, yeah, yeah. because he's happy. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't trade that for the world, right? I wouldn't trade that for the world. Yeah. And that's my view of it because I, like, I feel like going through this process, ignorance is happier. Like, I've gone from the Christian thing to not. Mm. not but, like, like, staying in, I was a happier man. Maybe because I was younger? I don't know. Generally, I was pretty happy. So it's like, yeah, I forget where I was getting with that. No, I was saying about the about the girl and ah talking about the future and then yeah, I find it hard to make the decisions on the back of because it feels I feel so blessed to have so many choices, and so when yeah. I come to making the choice with a girl or family kind of stuff, I'm like, man, I'm talented, I, I have skills, and I'm a smart person, and that makes me feel way worse too. But every time someone's like, oh, you're so good. You can do this and you're good. And I'm like, fuck off. Don't look at me. Like, don't even. Don't put that pressure on me. And so I come back to this weird theory I, I wrote down a while ago of like, I feel like privilege has been our biggest detriment. It has created a position for us where we can't, we don't have the opportunity to be pressured into choice. 100%. By the fact that I have, inf- and I know this is ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous. I'm blessed as fuck. I'm not complaining. But the point is, because I have infinite opportunity, Oh, it's so hard to figure out what 100%. I want to do. I think I've heard this. Yeah, I've heard this someone say this before. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so annoying. So it's just like I've got it on my, my things that make. It's like make a choice, make a choice quickly. I got a seven breath rule. Just do it. Just yeah. get in front of it. Get going. Yeah, I think you said something though earlier. You said it's those guys, you know, 
I heard this quote today actually. Well, it, it was like a a long term overnight success. Like you think about mm. Jordan Peterson, right? Like he's fucking seventy, and you know seventy. Something he's like late sixties. It looks great. <laughs> on sometimes. Yeah. He's just I don't know. He's fucking old, right? Let's say he's at least sixty. I think he's still close to seventy. Uh-huh. Right? Um, you know, before I think his book came out in two thousand eighteen or mm. nineteen. Up, no one knew who he was, right? And he was just doing his thing at unis and, and talking and had his, you know, okay, had a small circle and, you know, he, it doesn't seem like his notoriety or fame has pursued him off his psychology calling. He's kind of just been building and building mm. and building. And I don't, and I, and I think with, you know, it's, it's not like he's pursued some purpose to be some psycho, you know, psychology hotshot or, 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 or have some notoriety, right? Mm. He's just kind of, he's just kind of found his little niche in his world, but also he's had the other aspects of his life that have provided him with fulfillment. And I guess what I'm, I'm trying to say is it seems like there's sort of two outcomes. One is you find your 10,000 hour thing young and you fucking do it and you get good at it and you get the chance to, you know, be a jazz musician and, and like part of an orchestra or yeah. something like that, right? Like you, I like to think about jobs that don't have emails. You get to have a job that doesn't yeah. have emails. Like the guy who plays the trumpet in the orchestra doesn't have a fucking Probably email address. Probably doesn't have email like, now. Tim <laughs> at Sydney Orchestra. Yeah, Tim Timmy Trumpeter. Trumpet. <laughs> Timmy Trumpet, right? Like, like that fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, but then there's the other sort of side where I think like, you know, people, you build towards something. And, mm. I, you know, and I, at least personally, I think I'm kind of falling into that bucket where I'm sort of just finding things that are catching my attention and trying to build some purpose. I don't want to say purpose, but like, you know. Yeah, that's sweet. Purpose out of those things that, and I don't and I don't know what emotion I'm searching. I don't think I'm searching for happiness out of them. Um, I guess I'm just searching for productivity at the end of the day. Positive and negatives. You know, we're looking for positives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and... And yeah, I think there's so so. You know, I, I don't think that the pursuit of some ten thousand let's just keep calling it the ten thousand hour purpose because I feel like that's kind of clear in our minds. Some pursuit of a ten thousand hour purpose has to preclude other things in your life that may mm. help guide. Or that may help give you purpose in other ways. So I hear what you're saying. It's like because if if we use those two options around doing something for ten thousand hours and then a family, they're not exclusive. They can actually benefit each other. And I, as you're saying that, is that right? Because as you're saying that, I, I agree. I agree strongly with that. I think it's a good point. More I've come across to to the family idea or the like the parent idea. Or having a partner, um, the more I'm like, you know, it's just a, I want a buddy that's going to be waving to me. Like the other relationships I've been in and the other stuff, it's always been like, oh, we're going to make a life and do all this stuff, make a like do tick all the boxes. No, I, I want to have my life separate, and I want somebody that's going to kind of support me and cheer me on through my life. Mm. 
And I realize now that I can have somebody that can jump on to my bandwagon on my flow, but as long as I'm comfortable with it. When I'm younger, my old relationships, I didn't really kind of know what it was. I didn't really know my purpose would keep using the word, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing stuff because I needed to and wanted to. I didn't like it, right? I wasn't doing what you're saying there. It's just feel driven and drawn to things. I was doing things because I was obligated to. Now I feel more... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I feel more, more steadfast in it. And I'm more willing to be like, okay, this is what I want. It's funny that I think that's what you constantly hear. And, and I can, by obligation. saying what I want, I can have people support me in that. Yeah, yeah. And so when I'm talking about finding the purpose, which I love what you spoke about there, because it was resonating from the way you approach your goals with when you're talking about Jordan Peterson and how he goes about, he's just done his shit and then it's just come out by accident. You know, you're going about your goals and you're like, as long as my values are in line, as long as these things are pulling me and I keep going on, and if it yeah, turns yeah, out yeah. to something, yeah, great. Yeah, success isn't an overnight story. Because he wouldn't have, you know, he, he's, he's, the fact that his book took off was no... Was, was no impact on him writing the book. No, yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Like he never yeah, wrote, listen, do you know what I mean. He never wrote, read the book, like, oh, and now I will be famous. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, done, right? Done. Do you know, he just wrote the fucking book because that's what he felt like he needed to say and what he, you know, felt like he needed to do. But I think to your point, like, you know, uh, you, you mentioned earlier, like we we sport for choice and and feeling. like having to feel you have obligations in a world with so much choice makes it so easy to question those obligations so quickly like i was a hundred i was with you like you know i not quite as early as you started in corporate but i did corporate and then i found it this i was disenamored really fucking quickly with it jumped over did the pt thing tried to do the startup thing trying to find a way to not go back to another goddamn desk job and here i am another year into a desk job but you know i and i i it's just it's 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 a very purposeless place when you're doing it for yourself. And now I have a family. It's much more purposeful. But I think you know our our burden as a generation is is very unique in that we don't have. And it's such a selfish fucking thing to say. Mm. You do, you know there's no wars, there's no depressions. You know we're in a very safe western democratic society where the government will give you a fuckload of money if you fall over and help you you know like if you know it, it's by most standards across the world it's really 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 good oh yeah <laughs> it's the best <laughs> but that's even that like you know and 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 I think that's a diff- maybe a different tangent around letting bad things happen to people mm. um and maybe that's what we we are a bit sheltered from that, right? And and then in that we ha- we can't, you know. I think it's e- like how how relieving would it have been to come home from war and go have a family, right? Yeah. Do you know, like, oh, thank God. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, this feels so good. Uh, yeah, all right, <laughs> like, so good. Right. But actually, I was speaking in bed last night. I was speaking to this girl I've been seeing, and she's talking to her about um about war specifically about this kind of stuff, like, and how we spoke for a second ago. I know that would have sucked, but it would have been four years and it's done. And I know there's some PTSD and other things like that. I've been anxious for 10 years, you know, she said to me. Like, and like, and other things like, I've been, and it's constant barating. I like every phone, every message, every person, all the time, exposure to everything. Mm-hmm. I am barated mm-hmm. with information constantly. I feel melted down. Like, if my whole life is like this, it's a 60 year kind of war almost. 
And I thought about it too. I'm like, I don't know if it's quite that directly similar, some, some sort of external exposure to some traumatic event to the ones in your mind. But apparently this same kind of pain exists, whether it's external or internal, whether it's you've created it or not. But it's a, it's certainly something worth considering. Like, it's, like a, it's, a, it's a silent... It, it's a non-realized... Yeah, it's, 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 there's no defining start middle of this sort of battle i think of this generation it's, it's and, and the preceding mm. ones too right like we will not have a world that is so and that's what you know you go back the, all of existence and there's wars and famine and you know shit happens and now we're in a very protected society that shit doesn't really happen and you kind of need to figure out your own you, you know you know you sort of trial helps mm. you figure out your purpose mm. right and mm. trial helps you figure out what you actually really want and you know mm. we're a, a, an ultra sheltered society where we don't get the you know chance to, to to we don't have anything that enters our life dramatically that forces us to prioritize it and you know changes the concept of obligation to or oh, that's like a privilege right like mm. that you know for and but it, it's not to say that that's not a difficult thing to, to have to combat that, that sense of obligation turn that into something that's meaningful right like there's, i think it's a big task yeah big task for the majority of people more and more people i meet in the world particularly after isolation you realize how different we all are and how similar you can see a lot of traits in some people too but we are so, so different. It's so hard for people to grasp and to do things and to to be aware of themselves, in essence, at the very beginning of all this. You know, like it's mm. hard for people to. I think there's it's it's funny. Like I, you sort of think about the results of this pandemic, and I I heard this stat recently that it's like something like four million Americans in the last couple of months have quit their job month every month. It's like the, it's the mass. Man. Sort of resignation in like four million that's like one percent of america every month is quitting their job and and like this like just you know and most of it's like entry-level work but like places just don't have staff because people are just quitting and like no fuck you i want something else and for I, my life for my life yeah, yeah 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 exactly and and maybe that's what this has been is this covid's been a chance for everyone maybe to so this has been our 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 war right mm. maybe it's been a mental war maybe. and everyone's kind of people are trying to emerge from it and 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 find a sense of what are, what are the decisions i actually want to make out of it mm. right like i don't know it's a, it's a it's a really weird thing that people are quitting their jobs and so how do you find that i mean we're talking about the purpose and stuff and obviously it feels like people are making a direction closer to their purpose but i have a thing well you'd hope so at least everything where like don't make any decisions after a big night if i've been drinking i'm hungover whatever the next day all those people made the stupid drunk text and all that shit that ain't me yeah i ain't calling nobody the next day i am making no decisions because i can't fucking legally drive <laughs> let alone make choices <laughs> for my life yeah, yeah. so after this big debaucherous yeah. or de like mind fuck that's been covered like i not make there's no choices I, I, for the first time ever i've really wanted a family and a partner and i go okay Clearly, I'm having an emotional decision here because I'm alone in a house and I'm watching families on TV. Like, The Sopranos really seems like a real functioning family to me. I'm like, this would be great. Um, you know, and so like, I don't make decisions in the back of that. Yeah, so that's totally I find that those decisions can be really emotional, but, I mean, any sort of 
anybody invoking something, any sort of change like that, it's got to be a good thing. And I, that, that's the thing as well where I wonder how many of those people that quit their job, you're right, do it from a from, from sort of a sense of agitation, but then are they going to, are they going to, they are then expecting to, to not find agitation, mm. right? Mm. And, and you think about your situation, you've essentially done that. You've quit a job where you were a bit agitated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've sort of gone into this free time. And this free time has understandably made you agitated. Like, it's like, fuck, I've got this free time. I've got to be productive and good and use it. And, you know, it's a responsibility with this free time. And and I think, like, you know, I, I personally, I sort of feel like I tried to do that, quitting you know, corporate and doing PT, you know, yeah. here's my responsibility, like, like, here's my chance to make my dreams happen, and, and then that fucking didn't go according to plan at all, and... Did that mean you stop? I've, no, I, it changed my perspective on the whole idea around, like, pr- you know, pursue what you love, like, I, and that's why I think it, you know, at, at this stage in life, it's just, it's... It's not what it's about. It's not. It's, I'm not. I'm not 15 and trying to be a soccer star anymore. I'm. I'm 30 and I'm gonna find much more happiness cementing myself in 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 things that fucking work and things that have worked <laughs> are a good job and a wife that loves me and a, you know and a daughter that loves me. Like these things work and. You know the whole chase your dream thing is only you know is is preached. You know, go and find your ten thousand hour thing and fucking do it, and you can do it. And you know, you know again, again, you have a generation that has that's had you know no trials, and then you've had an open book of choices to go and pursue your dream, and you see now you have this. Oh, I I, sh- I should pursue my fucking dream. I right? meant to have a dream. I have a dream. <laughs> I have a, What the fuck? Like, like, I thought that I, was just Martin know, Luther. Like. Right, it's, just, it's just a pressure, that purpose. Like, oh, here's my fucking chance yeah. to like do my thing and like, um, oh, and, and it and it's it's just not what it's cut out to be. No, it's not. No, and I think that's you know, and to the you know, what are, what are these people gonna find in these four million people? Of you know, some of them a very lucky few. Ten of them. Who <laughs> <laughs> knows, right? I a month. <laughs> we'll actually go, oh, I found what I love. To <laughs> yeah, do. yeah, yeah. Ten out of four but fucking million. I mean, you know what? It's better that they're doing it. You know, at least they're making the step. That's it. You though. know, at the least, choice, like, yeah, I think yeah. there's fortune favors the brave. Like, I always get told, like, oh, you're so lucky. I'm like, I feel like, yeah, I am lucky, but no, like, I can't be consistently lucky for 31 years. It's a bunch of my decisions, a bunch of my choices yeah, yeah, that yeah, happen, yeah, yeah. and that whole like, overnight success, suddenly there's, you know, this much money in the bank account, or you've made, been able to do this and lift this, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't see all the stuff beforehand. In fact, you don't even talk about it, because you're just trudging away, you don't even notice it. Like, I get these messages from Josh every so often, and it's, I don't, don't ever feel egotistical. I don't feel good about, like, I'm brilliant and better than people. Um, ever and when people send me a text like this, I don't. I, I'm flattered, obviously, but also makes me think about the perspective I have of myself too, because it's great having. It. But Josh is like basically to Josh, I just seem ridiculous because I'm getting up at five a.m. drinking all this shit. But I, I don't realize until now, and I told Leah this when I when she was twenty and having struggles with her body image, 
Like, give it five years. It's the consistency. You don't realize it, and one day you wake up and it's mm. good. And like, mm. I know that all these habits, all this shit that I'm doing, allows mm. me to look like this. Allows me to have all this stuff and to be in the place that I'm in. Even though I feel confused, crazy, and fucking mm. agitated mm. and unhappy so often. Um, but yeah, it's it's, oh. it's yeah. Sorry, you go. You no, no, no. Please, please. No, I mean that's the, that's the, that's the exact point. It, it's 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 the long term overriding success. It's you know it's it's the laying one brick every day, and then kind of wake up one day and there's the fucking house there's there's the outcome there's the purpose there's the, the purpose mm. right you know there hasn't, the way hasn't you... been about that right like along the way you know it, it was never for for the majority of people that wake up at 60 and and, and have a, arrived somewhere it's never been about that right no I think it is no 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 I absolutely think it is I think in this the Arnie quote like an archer without a target is never going to hit. Like, if you don't, you're never going to... Uh, shooting in a dark room without a target, the best archer in the world is never going to hit anything. If you can't see where you're going, you're never going to hit anything. But... You know, like, if you if you don't... Be- like, I think by making, like, aware... Being aware and making active choices allows us to pursue that. If someone ends up with that thing, it is ignorance and that is luck. Like, you don't expect cancer to go away by not addressing it. And this is the cancer of our society. This is our... Maybe like, no, no, like no, maybe yeah. it's some sort of mental like mental, mental cancer, cancer. Yeah, yeah. that literally blocks you from going. No, no, no. I want to have the family do the job, and then I'm going to get stressed out when all these things happen in the morgue, and I'm going to complain about it. Then I want to get to sixty and wake up and be like, oh, you know, finally get to live out some golden years and die without realizing that I had opportunity to do anything else. And is that ignorance happier? Well, no. They don't know the whole percentage of happiness that exists. They don't know the the opportunities and the realism. And so this this cancer blocks their ability. To find these options. To find more. To find more. And you know what it is? When we're given all this knowledge, well, I think it is, we're given all this ability we're saying, look, there is a 10,000 hour rule. Look at all this access to information and you have the ability to do it and you have the opportunity to do it. Now choose. You know? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Don't fuck it fuck. up. Fuck. <laughs> I'm meant to have a purpose? Yeah, yeah. Wait. I, I, just figuring out my shit I, I don't even like at the time when I'm getting told all this stuff I'm leaving school and I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, terrified yeah, yeah. I gotta know what I'm doing you're, what are you studying oh, oh you're gonna be an accountant how the fuck do you know what accounting is yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. I didn't have everyone going to uni out of school wigged it's wigged me right out I'm like you're picking degrees you don't even know what a fucking psychologist does so it's I like oh, I was, I was thinking about this the other day you know we, we ask kids the question what do you want to be when you grow up and that is the Shittest question <laughs> you can ask anyone, let alone a child. What do you, what the fuck does that mean? What do you want to be when yeah. you grow up? You know what I mean? Yeah. To your point, like, uh, I've got growing to do. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah. <laughs> like what? What? Like you have no fucking idea what any of it. I want to be a doctor when I grow. You're gonna get sued every four weeks. Like that's horrible. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Fuck that. Yeah, the intricacies, the intricacies. Yeah. Of what and like you, you, I guess what you're saying is you're almost arguing the same as an 18 year old. There's an infancy it's- to the lack of exposure to reality. There's a maturity that might exist, but the realistic approach to the careers you're picking or the choices that you're making, they're not there for you. You don't even know who no, you yeah, are, you really. You choice you're making. Yeah. yeah. You don't no even know who you are. Like, yeah. It's, uh... And, like, and so I feel like from... Maybe we could even argue that from the get-go, we are told to have a purpose. And if not, purpose is what drives so many of our decisions and society. Because 
the whole education system's driving you to get through 12 get years, 13 years of to go to uni to pick your to purpose, like to yeah, pick yeah, your, yeah, yeah. your title. You want to be a, you know, and the ego plays off this, that message, the story we tell ourselves, how we, how, we imi- how we look at ourselves. Suddenly I'm a lawyer, I've studied it, I've got the stamp. I've made it. My purpose is to do law. Yeah, yeah, Danny's yeah. sitting there doing his accounting work. Uh, accounting work, his mortgage broking and his finance work. Yeah, yeah. And he has a master's in it. He's done eight years of study more because he did some part-time. Fucking hates it. I was talking to JK <laughs> in the weekend about becoming a lawyer. Throwing it all away, doing three years of law and then being a lawyer because he's miserable. Miserable. <laughs> all, and, he's, and, he's, and he can't, he, I talked to him about it and it's just like, he goes, I get what you're saying with all this kind of stuff. I'm like, just throw it away. Because, but there's so many obligations and you can see him Stuck with the the standards, like what is expected of you versus what feels right. You know, like I need to do all this. I need to see it through. I, there's a responsibility and accomplishment. I need to do these things because it's it's right. And like I love women with uh, so many of them have the great ability to to touch into these emotions and go, this doesn't feel right, and to go with that. No, I'm not doing that. Obviously, there's an extremity extremity that's wrong. But in Dan's situation, yeah. a little bit of that's really useful. Yeah. Too because it's now that counts. It's now that counts. <laughs> Tomorrow's yeah, yeah, yeah. not a sure thing. No, no. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and I think that's that's why, you know. And I, and I, but you know, you think about Dan, like he he he's trying to pivot from one thing to another thing. Mm. I'm trying to pivot from a uh, a mortgage broker to a to a lawyer, and and I think you know, thinking that the decision's gonna make you happy by pivoting. Like that's 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 the wrong. The wrong you did that. Fucking <laughs> yeah, ago. yeah, that's right. You wanted to be a mortgage. Like that's the fucking wrong thing. Like, and I think we got to change the question mm. ar- away from what do you want? You know, what do you want to be when you grow up? What's your purpose? What's your ten thousand? Because if you don't know what it is at ten years old, you're not gonna fucking figure it out at thirty. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> like, maybe. Like I don't know, but well, no, no, you maybe think, when you're fifty. Is that what you were getting at? Because getting it's at. the because at thirty, the question is not what you want to be when you grow up, because you're fucking growing up, and that's what, scary. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, what do you want the shape of your day to look like? Yeah. Do you know? And that's the thing when I, we, you know, what I was trying to say earlier is that these people do these things and end up at 50, 60, end up successful, didn't fucking want to get, you know, Jordan Peterson, like I said, like I, I like the example, never wanted to write a book to be successful. But the shape of his day took took such a form on such a regular basis that it took him to that outcome, mm, right? Mm, mm, mm. And that is, the, the outcome is just a byproduct of the shape of his day. You know, and yeah. so what, what, the, what is the, sh- how do you want your day to look? And that's the question that I want to ask Alessia when they, oh, like, you know, kindergarten, they, oh, they ask me today, what do I want to be when I grow up? Dad's like, that's a fucking stupid question. Yeah, Go yeah. to your teacher tomorrow and tell them you, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, a stupid yeah, ass yeah. question, yeah. right? Because I want to say, you know, Alessia, what do you want your day to be like when you're 10? Or, you know, what do you think a nice day is? Well, mm. I have fun and. Yeah, people, that's right. She doesn't have to add love. anything to her. No, yeah, she's right. Yeah, she's absorbing the reality. She's yeah, not yeah. adding to herself. Not she's enough. To, yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. And and you know, I think that you know, someone someone like you know Dan or or, or someone like and the problem is is maybe you know I don't know maybe he's got a mortgage or has has some financial obligation where the idea of throwing it all away is actually really fucking terrifying and really really difficult and um. You know how do you how do you start creating some purpose in that? How do you shape your day in such a way? And that's when I think it's might even come full circle around to like, all right, how do you you know what are you doing in your day on a day to day basis? Mm. Like the values you start towards the end of the year, 
to shape yourself in such a way to shape your day differently right because you you've got that like that's the thing like you know like dad like he's a great example he doesn't finish his day and bitch about his day finishes his day i barely hear him whinge about work for five minutes and then he goes and watches tv because he's contented he's happy right doesn't want to change the shape of his day because he's happy with the shape of his day but then there's time i guarantee you we've all got some time within our day to change the shape of our day mm. even a little bit you know you don't have to convince me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so so you know i, I don't it, it's not it's not about being an accountant wanting to be a lawyer it's not about you know four million people quitting their job to go and be something else and that's why i think sometimes the the the, the drastic decision although it's brave I've made that dumb fucking decision myself, and I go, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't regret it. I think I've learned a lot from it. it's positive. But then, I took a decision to from want from being a banker to wanting to be a PT and trying to define myself by some other fucking outcome. Not my day needs to take a certain shape. How do I reshape my day in such a way that it drives me to, you know, find more purpose mm. and, and find more fulfillment, right? And that's the more important narrative to have, I think, as a person. Then I need to fucking figure out mm. what I'm gonna do. Ten thousand. Like, what? A, what's the label? What's the ten thousand hour label I'm gonna put on myself, particularly at thirty, because I'm not gonna figure that out. Mm. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, but I thought I would. I'm sure you did too. When we're oh, eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I when thirty came around to me, I'm like, holy fuck. I'm not finished. Like <laughs> I thought for sure I'd be finished. I need to be delivering shit. Like I needed like I said yeah. 30 was my cutoff. I'm like, you know, I'm thinking about my heroes and how old they were. I'm like, oh, I'm way behind. You know? <laughs> I got a lot to do. It's like the Homer Simpson thing where it's like the inventors and he's like back there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um fuck. It's a uh, oh. the problem is yeah, so you're so natural to take because we, we get told that you need to be you're right. You get pushed through a fucking cycle to put be an output, right? And when you get into an output and you have obligations and, you, and you're like, fuck, this didn't really work out. <laughs> yeah. And you jump out of that and then you're like, well, what's the other output I need to be in order mm. to find something? And mm. that's not it. And I, but I, I, I think the purpose is then not some outcome. The purpose is shaping your day in such a way to which that you, you know, and, you, and I guess it's, it's emotional at the end of the day. You drive whatever emotion you feel you need to drive out of your day mm. to... to to, to enjoy, I don't know, enjoy, be happy, have joy, whatever fucking positive, positive yeah. words you want to pick, right? Um, and and I think that comes back to the you know like we started again the goals thing. I, I am I am contented falling short at the end of the year, knowing that I've shaped my days in such a way with which I have driven that out, have driven you know a positive outcome in my day, at least in some way. Mm. And I think, I, you know, I think that's, it's easier and harder. You know, it, it's, it, it'd be hard for, for Dan to finish an eight hour fucking day of mortgage broking, to get home and to reshape his day in some way, right? Like to, to start, all right, I, you know, and I don't know, it's, you just say like he wants to start reading books, explore more, think more, do all right. Well, that's like, that's a hard thing to do. That's gonna be uncomfortable, but that uncomfortableness will result in him 
potentially shaping his day in a different way. Like it's again, like it's trial. You put mm, yourself through mm. trial. You refine yourself. You come. You know. You put yourself into uncomfortable yeah. situation in order that you might find something more comfortable on the other side of it. Uh, and that's why I like to start the book with that quote. You know, it takes many hours to to make the thing that you want. You have to steal those hours from comfort. Mm, yeah, like it takes that. many hours to find your purpose or make yourself even fucking make yourself happy. Mm. It takes it's a long time to like figure out what makes you happy, mm. and you're only going to figure that out if you are uncomfortable for a long time. And I think you know, without without our generate with with being a generation that isn't designed to go through uncomfortableness yeah. oh <laughs> yeah be uncomfortable right yeah it's crazy That's, yeah, that, yeah. that is something we don't actually tend towards no um. well I think it's a I mean like I love what you were saying there with that it does come full circle with the value propositions right like the work that we're doing and how it that in turn creates some sort of purpose in us that rather our purpose is like more the day to day and I think it comes back to what we're saying it is to live yeah yeah it is to live it is to do the day-to-day. Alessia, what does your perfect day look like? How do you want to live that day? Like, yeah. What's it look like to you? Um, and you know, and you say too how you've jumped from career to career and the suffering, but you've used suffering to define the next step and give it validity too because you realize that that passion, that potential opportunity for your purpose is not what it cracked up to be. Mm. Just yeah, like yeah. when I play drums, I was just like, fuck, this is so hard. Yeah, I'm not good <laughs> yeah, at this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I, I, this, I'm not, this is not what I'm meant to be at, you know? So, like, you, I think we find over time, as a part of when I realize the privilege thing is so debilitating, that you start looking at the things you don't want to be, you don't want to do, the things that, you suffer, that you've sucked at, that you don't want to ever do again, yeah, yeah, yeah. things you want to help with. By doing all these things, all this process, we refine our purpose. It becomes clear. The path becomes clearer with every step we take. And I like love thinking that to myself to give me some sort of clarity because I feel so lost for years. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, between hating my work and going back and forth at that and realizing what we are discussing with Dan here around it's a choice that doesn't matter where I go, I'm going to find things I don't like mm. to be okay with it. Mm. And fighting with all of that um, really put me out of whack a bit with what I want to do and where I want to go. But hanging on to those, the ideas of, of like one day it'll make sense. Mm. one day I'll look back and go, that's why I did all this stuff. But I believe in my values mm. and I believe in my process. And I've got testament to those by one people I believe are wonderful that are around me and like in the past and the future and good what I believe are role models that, I've, that are in line with my values. Mm. Now I've got to trust myself, which I, that's my latest thing in writing heaps about is I don't trust myself enough to listen to that intuition. I don't trust myself enough to believe that every day is, every step is contrib- contributing to the whole, you know, like the big picture, mm. the the purpose, the, the purpose, the, the thing at the end of it all. Trust myself, trust so myself. Is- and to trust myself would give me the value of my day to mm. say I'm doing what's right for my day, even if I fall short, you know, so to speak, even if I fuck around do other things, I got to trust myself that listening to the intuitions, going a bit of back and forth, yeah, realizing I'm going to have to steal time away from comfort, but I know that I have to do that because it's in line with my values. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and so naturally, I'm going to do those things. And the days I fall short and feel uncomfortable, I have to be uncomfortable with myself so that I can the next day go ahead and do it. And I might not be happy that day, but I'm pretty content in that discomfort. Just like you weren't happy with the PT thing, but in hindsight, you go, 
I'm glad that it all worked out. I'm glad that I went through that shitness because I have a kid and an awesome job mm. with great flexibility that allows me to be the dad I want to be. It, it, I think the way you're saying it, it's, I'll probably back to you, it's, it sounds like purpose is driven out of a, a day based around your values. Purpose is found. Found. Found in purposes found in the day where you live in such a way that your your val you live in accordance with what you value in that day. Yeah, I think it's eventually. Yeah, I think it's found. I think it's found in you and realized uh, is that overnight success eventually. Yeah. Because one one type of purpose is the purpose that you've decided to give yourself, and the other one is the social acceptance that you have a purpose. Because we wouldn't need a purpose if it was just us. If there's no one else that existed, I wouldn't need a purpose because I wouldn't have anyone to say that I'm purposeful for. Like, it's defined by other people. There's one part that's defined by others and there's another part that's defined by us. Sure, okay, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. But I think in order... But you, I mean, you can have one without the other. You can... You, you, can, you can define your own purpose and and be living in accordance with your values and even that is a hard concept to to materialize but people could still view you as not having a purpose in doing that i think you're right maybe i'm saying it wrong because i think of it as there's two different things as the like okay i know what i've done today has been good and i've lived to my purpose and then there's the morning when jordan peterson's book became a bestseller and you realize Oh, oh like all that shit yeah, 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 was yeah. for my purpose. Like, this is what I'm meant to be doing. Okay, like, I'm with you. Yeah. There's, this, there's a realization of it, that morning after. Um, and then there's the every day where it's like the dad watching TV feel. Where he sits there, watches the movies. He feels good every day. And then one day dad looks back and sees his big family and goes, ah, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. There's the two sides to it. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Is It's... I guess in what you're in, you know, the like sort of concept you lay a brick every day. And mm. so when you, you know, you sort of get to the point where you've laid enough bricks, where you see the house, you mm. see the building. It's it. You only you can only see that because other people are in it, or, or other people see. That's it right. Too, right. Yeah, it's only a home once someone lives in it. Someone lives in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess it's only only a purpose when it's inhabited with other hmm. people. Yeah, because we spoke about it at the beginning and how society has this way of defining the fact that we need a purpose. So the intention of that purpose is created by those around us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there but is something in which we need to fill that's fair that cool. need. You know, just You're say, right. oh, no, I do have a purpose. Look, look, you know, I'm a lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I built a house, I swear to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but I love that summary you said there with the, um, you know, if I'm, I'm probably going to brought it, but, the, no, no, but no. you know, live your day-to-day through your values and you'll find your purpose. Uh, purpose is found by living your values day-to-day. That's the way it was. And, um, yeah. and I think that's wonderful. Like, I think that's, that's kind of what we're both saying. Like, there is a need for a purpose. I agree, that feeling. But there is also that realization that that purpose or that that feeling is something we can choose right now to be purposeful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we do that by finding those decisive choices in our values. 
where we need to take time, that's where we spend the time grinding it out, being really clear on where that is. Mm. So that in 40 years, we've become the person that wakes up at 60 and goes, I did this with intention. Mm. I did this with awareness, not ignorance. I did this with clear direction. It doesn't surprise me. That, and it doesn't surprise you. Yeah. I think even, I reckon sometimes even the people that got obsessed with music for 60 years and woke up, it might go, fuck, I didn't have a family. You know? They didn't have the time. They, I reckon they would be just as detrimental as those that didn't because they didn't have the time to be aware of what they wanted. Mm. You're true. You're right. Like, you know, rock, you know, people can wake up at 70 and they're not going to be able to be a rock star and tour anymore, right? Like, is that what you wanted? At least we'll know. That's terrifying though, right? I think you, you think about athletes and things like that who, they, you know, they get to 35 and they've made their money and, and then they retire and then just, they're like, this is, Fucking terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine that. You know? What scares me to death is I watch my people I love, people like my best friends, have these mentalities on life. I'm like, wow, this can be really hard later on. And I'm not, I might be wrong, but I see some of the behaviors and go, um, like, that could be really difficult for you as you get older. When you're 70. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Thoughts like that. You're not taking the time to do it through the suffering, to be reflective, to find the values, to define your purpose. Mm. If you don't get into that suffering to find those values, then you're never going to feel like you've got a direction. Um, and that's a tough place to be when you're old, right? And it's a tough conversation to have with peers because peers don't necessarily listen. They hear, right? Is it the same thing? They're like, they kind yeah, of yeah, take yeah, you yeah, on. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, yeah, I know you, but I've seen you fucked and vomiting in the toilet a few times. <laughs> Why am I going to listen to you? <laughs> Hang on that, bombshell. You're right. I guess that's interesting. Like, <laughs> it's interesting when you, because you said earlier, like, how jealous you we are of those people who can, like, have the 10,000 hour thing, right? But then also, like, how fucking terrifying would it be to have the 10,000 <laughs> Yeah, hour yeah. Like, what a responsibility that... One, what a responsibility, yeah. but also, two, you're right, like, what, you, what do you have to give up to be someone who obtains a 10,000 hour purpose, right? And, and that's a fucking lot of shit <laughs> that you need to give up, right? Like, be it family, you know, or... or you know, maybe it's your family and it's a broken family. Maybe it's suicide, you know, whatever. Like people, you're right. You can think of so many hot, you know, people who had the 10,000 hour thing and, and, and it ruining them. Right? Yeah. And, and, and maybe, uh, I, I don't know, maybe it's, it's, they're, they're jealous of the people who didn't have the 10,000 hour thing, right? People who could just live a normal fucking life and have a family and, and not have something that, some, some purpose that overwhelmed them mm. in, in, in such a way that they couldn't stand there and look at their building they had to turn around and walk away from it because it was too much you know I mean we talk about we use the word like passion I think of consume mm. and I think of fire again yeah, like, yeah, 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 it's yeah. not a sustainable measure no. you don't you like if it's an emotion you don't go off and learn drums on emotion like it has to be clinical you have to practice Take your emotion out of training. You don't train emotionally. Mm. You get there because you there's you got shit to do, mm. right? It's a you, job. Like, in yeah, fact, yeah, what yeah, gets yeah, you there yeah. is not being emotional yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. I always thought like that ten thousand hours. But I that you know would have been cool to have that. But then yeah, you, you, I tried. You know, right. you know, I really tried. Yeah, yeah. I made the uh, put the hours down. I did the math. I worked at it. Yeah. Uh, really, really tried, and it's not. But it's not just ten thousand. It's ten thousand focused hours. Yeah, you yeah, have to be. Hours, right? You have yeah, to yeah. be on it. And it's just. Uh, 
It's true. It's a good point. And I thought about it too. Am I? uncomfortable hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, right. Yeah. Not fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that ruined it for me, unfortunately. It really took a lot of the joy I got out of yeah. drums because it's like you know, rudiments and all these other yeah, shit. Yeah, so. boring things. Yeah. But you know, it come back to the values process, right? Like my value for playing music wasn't to be the best musician, which I thought it was because that's generally what you do when you do something, just be the best, right? Well, at least for us. <laughs> um, and then I realized, no, it's just like I want to, you know, I want to play music with other people. Like, oh, no, I want to perform. Mm. Like, I just want to be able to have people's attention and I want to be able to say a message to people. Like, it could be acting and singing or public messages, like any spoken message. That'd be great. Like, oh, that's what I want. Yeah, that makes me feel yeah, more comfortable yeah, yeah, to do yeah, these yeah. things, you know, like, and the guy sitting there playing eight hours of drums a day every day till he's 55 and he's in the best in, in the world might have taken a step back and gone, oh, fuck, all I actually wanted to do was, you know, was be in musicals. I just mm. love rhythm. And it turns out, you know, because they never had the time to sit and talk about it, think about what their actual purpose, their actual feeling actually was. What they're chasing, right? Yeah, yeah. Though, in saying all of that, I still can't help but be massively envious. <laughs> of, or just, maybe envious is not the right word, because I don't feel like I want it. Like, I'm jealous of them. Like, fuck you. I'm like, so admirable. Uh, admirable what they're doing oh, the yeah. sacrifice the person everything is so admirable I just find it amazing I would love to sit there and talk to that person mm -hmm. that does that that puts other obligations aside for this thing like I love I love suffering like I put myself in positions but I am I love I'm hedonic as fuck <laughs> like I love doing this stuff I'm a total extremist yeah. like in this sense so I have to be careful with stuff but yeah, oh yeah. I forget my point now all I'm thinking about is getting stoned <laughs> <laughs> But no, you're right. And yeah, it's it's as much as you maybe trying to rationalise the the realities of ten thousand hours, it would still be fucking awesome. To mm. have that. Oh yeah, wouldn't it just like I would love. I part of me is like I reckon I could have died by now if I'd have done the ten thousand hour and thing. You know what I mean? As well, like that's there's there's this um there's this conversation often in sports, particularly in the NFL, right? About these guys you get the NFL and they get injured and they get you know concussions and all this shit. Like, are you kidding me? These guys get to spend three years as fucking heroes. Yeah. They walk out into a coliseum. Oh, yeah. 16 weeks of fucking year. Uh -huh. 80, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right? Like, aren't you, like, that's a pretty good 30 years to live. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, they went through high school, they fucked every cheerleader possible, yeah. they got into college, and now with a hot shot, and now they're yeah. in the NFL making millions of dollars yeah, a year. Yeah, that's right. Like, a god yeah. in this society. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's so and, and, oh, okay, they come out with some brain damage. Oh, like, I'm meant to feel bad for you? Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> you know. I'm just probably making a bit too much, but, like, but seriously, though, like... I know, sacrifice. Hell, like, like, that's, like... Would, would you pay that price? Like, and it's hard to say. I think when you're 15, you go, yeah. Oh, yeah but when it's you. in the past, like when I think about being 27 and killing, being dead from suicide, like some of these other heroes I have, I go, well, it's in the past. I'm like, oh, that's a bit weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> I am so proud of the person I've become. Yeah. Like I'm so happy with all the steps and so interested now. Maybe I will actually find this purpose when I'm 55. Mm. Like that I've been able to refine and... The person I was at 20 was so different and the things I believed in was so different. And now I feel like I have an opportunity. Maybe I can, you know, do these things. So, like, I think of that 10,000 hour thing so differently now. So differently. Because I thought it was an intensity thing that success had to be done by the time I'm done, which is about late 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that really, you know, took my breath away, you know. But... 
It's, I'm glad not. I'm glad not. I'm trying to be more comfortable with it. I love having conversations like this to be able to yeah. see. I think there's some weird thing about purpose, about the 10,000 hours and about conversations like this that have a similarity, which is the acceptance of someone else. When someone else is saying like, like, oh yeah, I do the same. Or yeah, I suffer with the same. Yeah, yeah. You know, It's really, really helpful. It's therapeutic. So like knowing, like talking about the values or talking about how you try to go about your day with some of the tasks or the perspectives that you have on it. I think it's um it's useful because it helps support some of the decisions I make. It's weird. I, I'm like a part of my love language is, is like aff- words of affirmation. Okay. What it used to be. I think yeah. it's a lot less now, but I still lean on other people's thoughts okay. a lot to justify some of my feelings and thoughts. Um, not entirely and completely, but it is always nice hearing somebody support your perspective. Yeah. <laughs> and so maybe that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, nice yeah. hearing those things. And not just to support, but refine the perspectives come up. It's yeah. good to be on a similar page with some stuff because yeah. it is scary going, well, should I be doing this? How am I meant to be studying? When am I reading? And I'm going to do this and I want to be the best and I want to be the best. And that's certainly, it used to be for everyone else. Now it's for me. Like mm-hmm. I want to do what I am, like I owe my life. You know, I believe in something more. Mm. So it's good to kind of line up the with what we do, the values being okay, and then finding purpose in it. So do you think you've, you're, are you at a place where you're thinking more about 20, 30 years looking back and seeing the house that every day is built? Are you you're more comfortable that 10,000 hours isn't here anymore? It's more, it's more the... the values each day and what you're building towards do you think you good question um no i'm not planning 30 years ahead and okay. not as much well look maybe maybe look i am to some degree like i am planning what i want to be kind of doing but i realize and what you have too by what you're saying is the goals we set up never turn out exactly the way we want yeah so like i remember having a dream of being like pt musician when i'm 30 you know you know that just means i want to be artistic and and, and yeah, physical okay, so okay, okay. yeah I do have some 30 year plan in that sense I have a very I want to do some really difficult work into my you know 50s and 60s some really intellectual work and that means I got to do the work now to get there so they do have that plan mm. but when I'm thinking about the purpose and the day to day stuff I actually try to think a lot shorter term now because I can kind of wish my life away and I find that you know I love from that walking with moonwalking with Einstein book was around making memories is what really defines a long life you know, it's like creating that, 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 those thoughts and the memories makes you feel like life's a long time. My twenties yeah, feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. an eon because of how much <laughs> shit happened and how much misery and also joy yeah. it feels so long to me when everyone's talking about short lives. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, like yeah. I, it's so tired, you know, like by the end of it all. Um, but yeah, I have, so my thought is it's I'm, I'm being a bit more romantic. Like I spent my twenties, 10 year planning it out. And it was rough mm. and financial planning stuff out. And now these years I'm just kind of just going by a little bit more by passion. And it's, it's a good challenge. Like everything I'm excited about, anytime something difficult shows up to me, I'm stoked because I realize all the difficult things and how, who it made me and how I've reacted to it. Mm. So I'm really proud to see what can, can happen. So I'm a bit more okay to be flexible and not plan too far ahead. So I'm trying to do year by year. Like I'd love to finish the degree I'd love to do the yoga teaching while I'm doing it, but if I can't, I can't, and I'll adapt more. Yeah, yeah. But when I'm 50 or 60, I do plan on working in something intellectually complicated that steers me away from the physical side of the world that I'm in now. Mm. 
So to do that, I gotta do some study. So yeah, I mean, so you're asking a question with a bit of an answer. My focus is only on the next couple of years, but I do have a long-term thing based a lot on that, based some of it on some of the thoughts around the changing mind and crystallizing knowledge and wanting to live longer through like a better health span through driving more difficult things in my life. Staying engaged as well. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm bored all the time intellectually. I need more. Mm. And so I look forward to to doing that. I I presume yours is very different, right? Because you've got more, you have a 30-year thing. The child will be there in 30 years. I don't have anything (laughs) that'll be there in 30 years. Yeah, Yeah, I think, I haven't thought about it, to be honest. I'm trying less and less to think about it because to your point you can you can wish your life away and i have no idea what you know one day i wake up and i want to be a a fucking ceo in 20 years and the next day i can't like you know fuck this like why am i back in corporate right and then the third day, I go, well, God, that was a bit of a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> like, what am I doing? Like, it's good self-awareness. Trying to ground myself back in some <clears throat> just reality of like, okay, this is just today. And this is just what today looks like. And that's okay. And I, I, I honest to God, I don't, I got no idea what five, 10, you know, 20 years looks like. I'm, I'm just kind of, you know, I'm really just trying to focus on the shape of the day like mm. what, what am I filling my day with and like and and you know and it sounds so corny but then you know being present because you know I think when you purpose takes you away from being present as well right but when you, mm-hmm. you have this thing that you're always aiming towards you lose what's in front of you and what's in front of you is all you actually really got mm. right and if you know the, the the more I'm focused on Alessia as a two year old, the 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 more I value that as part of my day, mm. and that's all I care about. Like, yeah, I can't wait till she's, you know, eighteen and twenty and driving and you know going out and she's got a boyfriend and all these terrifying things and that's like incredibly exciting like it's, well, I can't wait for that. I, I feel that joy of that part of my life and I can't wait for our second cool. child like oh it's going to be so that's, that's going to add so much to my day but oh, man, I don't know what but like I'll still have I'll still have my job and I'll still have exercise I'll still have other things in my day that I enjoy now and but things might change maybe I'll get back into music my shape of my day might, might shift a bit but as long as I've got those things in my day where I am aligning with my values, I think then I'm okay with not knowing that what's gonna what I'm gonna be engaged with in twenty mm. years time. Mm. It supports what we've been saying too. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good point with the you know, your day to day values that you're lining yourself up with it's like hitting the target of purpose every day you know like it's a short distance it's only a couple hours yeah but I guess if you you know like a couple like a good year is just a bunch of good days strung together so like a good life is the same yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's a Will Smith quote once you know and he said like 
He's like, I, I had a good day. And he's like, you know, if you have enough good, you string enough good days in a row, you might fuck around and have a good life. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay. That's good. That's like, a good. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I think that's all it is. Just finding purpose and stringing enough good days yeah. in a row. And it sounds to me like you do have direction too. Like by doing that purposeful day after day, knowing your values, that there's clarity in yeah, the path. Yeah, take me somewhere. And you you could be in Mexico or China and that's the whole like different <laughs> job thing to find to be happy. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what job you have. You're having this mentality of like, okay, you know, I'm taking the next steps. I'm doing my live my values day to day and that's where my purpose exists. And then I'm Jordan Peterson when I'm 65. You know, I think that's, because I'm saying that aloud to testify for myself too, I guess, because it's kind of saying like, yep, you know, it's all right to not have a very clear 10 year, five year or 30 year purpose and passion mm-hmm. if we're doing the day to day with that the intention like you know like i said i might my, my, i have a ridiculous amount of shit to do of like things every day mm. of lots of tasks if i get 80 percent, it's an excellent day you know 50 <laughs> percent i'm clearly disappointed but i will never fall short less than 50 yeah yeah and and never i just it's because it's my habits now they're just who i am um but uh so even when i fall short even when I get to 50, I still know that those steps that I'm taking, I know will contribute to something bigger. Something bigger. It's not 100%, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's okay. Uh, so that gives me confidence. Because when I hear you talk about your day, talk about three out of four, you know, three or four rather, out of yeah, seven yeah, a week, yeah, yeah. where it doesn't always happen to this and the mentality you have with it, the, the relaxed nature to it, that to the point when you were, if you are ever exposed to complete freedom, that you would maybe take that mentality there too where you'd be able to actually be ultra productive and do seven out of seven and mm. nail or if you had to go to Indonesia for work where you could do the same thing. And that's a, those values, the way of thinking, you know, that I like, I don't like Neil deGrasse Tyson that much, but I like one of the quotes. Like I want to teach people how to think. And I'm like, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I find attractive about people. It's how the mind works, not yeah. the info that's locked in there. Like where, how, how is that your fluid thinking really, really going? That's uh-huh. really interesting. Yeah. And I think that, that flexibility uh, around applying that, like you said, that fluid thinking, that flexibility, like in thinking, definitely. Mm. And I think, like you know, whatever whatever happens in your life, if you st- you know you're still orientating yourself around those values, then you're, you're kind of flexible in a way. Like although you're grounded, also you're flexible and, and okay because life happens, it shit goes on, mm. right? And things and things are gonna happen around. But then, you know, hmm. like you said, I could be in Mexico, Indonesia, wherever it is. But if if my if my day is in such a way that okay, I know I'm I'm grounded in these things that I'm I'm good at, then I don't mind what the outcome is at the end of the day. Hmm. What, what the outcome is at sixty, I, I'm not more concerned with it. Definitely, I think I think too. Like your values aren't necessarily tasks. Your values, like mine, are mine. Like my religion is kindness, kind of thing. Like. Um, but you know like like I think that is a value you know it's not just doing stuff like I gotta think I might be like mute and blind and enabled incapable rather to do things for myself and I have to think to myself like okay I'll be okay because one of my things is kindness and I want to know that I'm a kind person and that's me living to my purpose and if I the last thing I do is following that value because it's like that's right you want to be flexible in life life changes but then you can come back to that thing where you go. Why meditation is so important for it because you realize there's a resoluteness that exists and it just sits that, that exists there that you can kind of 
that nobody can take away in a sense. So it's like a weird kind of safety or a lesson to learn that you have value and peace. Everybody should have a value and peace and want to be peaceful. Value being present? A value in... Nobody should have... A, nobody would have a value in being bad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you'd have a value of good. Or present, yeah, I guess you say like that. And I guess that's what... You know, that's what the narrative of purpose often takes away, I think. Yeah. Is it takes you to somewhere else. It takes you to something else. And that's not what it's about, I guess. If you can change the narrative of people. Mm. If Danny's can, can change the narrative mm. about not getting to some outcome. But really sitting and figuring out what, his, what he wants his... What, what values he's putting in his day that's not that's making him uncomfortable because he's uncomfortable in his day not because he's a fucking accountant because he's <laughs> doing something in his day that's that, that is against what he values right mm. I think that's really what mm. you know irks some people and I, but I don't you're never going to do everything like you said you get 50% of your day will be in line with your values and that's a good that's a pretty normal day yeah. right like I don't value sitting there and talking to people on email all day I I hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, st- I put other things in my day that I value and so mm. the whole thing kind of balances out I'm yeah. flexible because yeah. I'm not, I know I'm not going to have the 10,000 hour fucking thing where I'm, I'm doing so and the value can be to enjoy everything to enjoy all the yeah, day to I'm enjoy sure. the bits and pieces and whatever it is and you realise that, that life is better when you do it and there's so many options and you know yeah I think that people have an opportunity to do that at any point in their life wherever they're at yeah and so I think it's a that's a wonderfully liberating thing when you get a hold to of it. Get over it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's funny, I think yeah. It's not I think it's it's a, we've kind of come to this conclusion where it's not with there's purpose, but then there's not there's also not purpose. like the the, the the narrative of purpose that we've had is the wrong narrative. Mm. Yeah, well said. Uh, and I think it's, it's not that there's purpose. There's no, not that there's no purpose, but that there is a purpose not in some outcome, in some, in arriving somewhere, mm. but there's some purpose in aligning with your values in enough of a way that gives you contentment in your day, gives you some positive outcome. I like that. So it's like, because it's been defined poorly, it's hard for us to kind of, initially, to kind of give clarity on it, for society to give clarity on what purpose is. And yeah. Now we kind of realise that it's something more nuanced. It's not, when I initially hear of purpose, I, maybe you're the same, we think of it as real regimented, just yeah, square. Yeah. Like, if this is purpose. Yeah, well, yeah. it's way more loose. It's way more like wishy-washy. It's like flowy, like... It's not as defined as we would think. Yeah, a, a ten thousand hour yeah, yeah, is purpose. Yeah, you know? yeah. purpose is realizing that I have, I have a reason to be. I'm alive, and I, you know, it's a feeling. Something gives me, yeah, so, yeah. I wake up in the morning, and and something makes me happy or yeah. agitates me or gives me some emotion. And I think you know, and you align in such a way. Um, I think back to your friend who you know felt so defined by her job, and now is is unsure about what to do and maybe that's it's not about finding something else for her to, to label herself as it's a it's an internal narrative first around what what 
what actually do you value? Like, mm. what what are you? I think it's a fucking shit thing to say. But what are you passionate about? But like, what you know, what what makes you happy? What makes you? And I think we don't know that no. right? because because we don't know go through these problems. We don't go through. Because okay, what makes you uncomfortable? What find a place where you are have a, enough level of uncomfortableness that you can go through and do something that makes you uncomfortable. Okay, but yeah, whatever it is, read a book yeah. or like exercise. All right, we'll fucking do that uncomfortable thing and maybe you'll find something in there that leads you to, to, to some, a better understanding of what you value in that uncomfortable place. Mm. And you mm. know, and it's not it's not about, well, you were a frigid, now you need to go, be, go and be something else. It's take a step back from fucking trying to be somewhere or mm. get to something. It's... What, what do you value? And if you don't know what you value, then what's the level of discomfort you can put up with in order that you might be able to figure that out? Yeah, that's well said. I think because as well, like comes that self awareness. You yeah. have to be able to say, "I am suffering. I will intentionally you have to intentionally do it. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. you just naturally pull away." You just and we have access to pull away all the time. All the time, we can escape. And we have. And you Two said a, you said a really cool quote I heard somewhere about like focusing on the future being about doing, not about being. What are you going to do? And it's you've done this through your language to tonight around mm. asking Alessia, what are you going to do? What's your perfect day look like? Mm, mm. You know, and then also saying, stop focusing on what you're going to be. You know, like, I yeah, think exactly. it's, it's yeah, so yeah. like stop focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, to your friend, stop focusing on what you were or mm. what you are going to be. Yeah. Well, Just, so purpose is more like what you're doing. What purpose you do, yeah, is yeah. the day to day. It's more support to and, that and process okay. perspective. And it's, oh, I don't know. Just do anything. Do something. Yeah. Just do something. Just do yeah. Something. Make a fucking decision. Yeah. Yeah. And, Which and, is good enough. And it's just perfect. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it doesn't need to be a decision to go and be a lawyer. Like, no. <laughs> it doesn't need to be a decision. Oh, maybe I'll work at a cafe and also I don't know figure out right, fuck I hate people right I'm not doing that like yeah, you know yeah. I, I've win. learned but I've learned I've learned something mm. I put something into my day that's driven something inside of me to push me towards another outcome um, and, and I think that's a hard conversation people have struggled to have with themselves oh my god yeah it's, it's some weird inadequacy that like they feel inadequate. I yeah, don't know. Because, like, oh, yeah. I'm like, but it's weird though. I've managed to get a lot of the convos out of people and having this kind of chats and people eventually kind of get there when they're like tiptoed around it enough or like delicately conversed into it. They're willing to have the conversation. I think a lot of people don't have the tools to, to do it. Like the tools to be reflective, to think about things, to, to go back. They don't know if it's okay. Like, like men particularly, like it's very, the reflective degree is quite confronting and That's unusual. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable, mm. you know, and, and yeah. But it's weird. They don't, they don't want, it doesn't, it's not like a conversation people have had, not no. a conversation they've had with themselves, other people. And it's sad. It sucks. You know, that's part of the thing. Sometimes I think to myself, what I want to do for people is have those conversations with people so mm. that they can feel that. And they, you know, if you feel like you can enlighten, I shouldn't say it like that, but if you feel like you can have the conversation that lifts enough people up, you know, imagine like that small percent compounded into other lies and more lies. And yeah, more, yeah. You, know, you just like, want to have a conversation that changes the narrative. You want to have a mm. conversation that changes the narrative away from, you know, like you're saying, like we as men, we don't want to have a conversation that, that we admit to ourselves we don't have some fucking thing we're trying to aspire towards, right? You just want to change the narrative away from aspiring towards something as to, you know, like we've always said, like you're saying, coming back to your values. And I think that's, that's the, you know, if you could challenge that narrative in conversation, I think that's the, like that's mm. a great outcome, mm. you know, for, for, for people in, 
uh, in, in starting to have that conversation with themselves around not being, I'm not trying to be something else, but just trying to do things that align with what makes them a positive emotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as long as, and how do they know that? They have to do it through reflection. They're the only way. Like, I don't know what I like half the time. Yeah. But, um, look, it's got to an hour and a half and I'm tired. Yeah, it's been a long day. Um, how do we want to, how do we wrap these up? Do we need to, and with that bombshell, there's <laughs> still something from, from Top Gear. Uh, it's good fun to do this. We'll do it, us. we'll do it every week. Uh, probably every two weeks. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. I think that's probably more manageable. We'll try that. I might suggest that we aim for every week eventually. Okay. Just because my thought is that we will fall short. Just like our days of values. Yeah, cool. And right. inevitably, we'll miss a lot. So it's uh, we'll go for the we'll wait two weeks, do the next one, and then maybe try for weekly. It might be easier if we did weekly if I had if I figure out where to set up in my place, so we don't have to drive back and forth. Oh, you don't? I'll bring it to you.